What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's a bonus podcast edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? And it's a special edition. Super excited because when there is nothing else to watch... We have nothing to podcast about. You can't shut us up, TLC. You cannot. Bravo. Actually, it's not TLC. Lifetime. You can't shut us up, Lifetime. Bravo. But luckily, we have these diaries that we watch for fun and for extra bonuses like this one. Now we're going to talk about it. Yeah. There was no Below Deck this week. There is no new maths this week. And so we thought, let's do a bonus. And on top of that, we're going live tonight, guys. Tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern. That Join if you can. Six Pop o'clock. In, say hello. West Coast. So I was just doing the time zones. That's Look at you. That's where it ends for me. I know, I know West Coast, East Coast. 6 p.m. West Coast. 9 p.m. East Coast. 8 p.m. Central. Whoa. Show mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. What else can you do? That's about it. Okay. All right. So you guys <laughs> figure it out amongst yourselves. That is Utah sometimes, somewhere oh. in the middle. That's two hours. But okay. I don't know what that's about. All right. Well, now it's getting confusing. <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern time on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. The two of us going live. You guys are going to be there. We're going to talk about 90 Day, of course. We're going to talk about Married at First Sight. We're going to talk about Below Deck if you guys want to. We're going to talk about everything. We'll talk about it all. Because it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while since we've gone live. It's usually because we go live, we used to go live on Sundays after 90 day, but it's getting late for the East Coasters and we've been kind of in and out on the road. We've been exhausted, to be honest. Literally exhausted. I got to the point that I was so exhausted that my body was in pain without me like doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. The days were getting long. The travel was getting busy. The shows were piling up. And so we said for our own mental health and for our physical health, we need to go to sleep after yes. after we watch the show. So we stopped doing them every week. And I think we'll pop back in every now and again yeah. on Sunday nights. But this was a great opportunity to go live tonight at a reasonable time, 9 p.m. We hope you mm-hmm. guys can make it. And yeah, I just feel like, I feel like they're screwing us, Therese. I feel like our networks are screwing us because you think they're going to give us Memorial Day weekend off? I don't no. Think, I don't think so. Get out of here. You think they're going to give us <laughs> July 4th off? Nah, we're going to have shows to cover. But for some reason, the beginning of May, they're like, nah. We don't need to air anything. What? I know. Give us a holiday off once in a while. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting in July because we will be podcasting from Europe. Yeah, we haven't talked about this yet, I guys. know. Let's believe in VPNs. Let's be- <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to be going to Europe. We're going to visit Teresa's family. She hasn't seen her family in two and a half years. Well, by the time we see them, it's going to be almost three. Almost three years. So she's, Thanks, COVID-19. She's got to go out a few days before I do because she has a wedding to go to that mm-hmm. I can't attend. And that's, You were invited. I was invited, but <laughs> I, have, I have some things to take care of over here. So she's going to go out there before me, and then I'm going to go meet up with her in Europe, and we're going to gallivant around Europe. But we're not going to stop potting while we're no. apart or together in Europe. So we need to figure out 
how to watch those shows, VPNs. If you guys know, if you guys are listening to us in another country, let us know how you're watching. In particular, I would say 90 Day. Yeah. We have Discovery Plus, so we're going to try to log in through a VPN. But mm-hmm. if you guys are watching from another country, let us know how you're doing it. That could come in I handy. I think VPN should do the trick. Yeah. Anyway. We're not here to, t- to worry you with our travel woes. We're here to talk about diaries. But before we do, quickly the housekeeping. It's a bonus episode. We don't need to belabor the housekeeping. But make sure you're following us on Instagram, at Married Reality Pod, because that's where we're going live tonight on Instagram, mm-hmm. at Married Reality Pod. If you're listening to this on like Thursday or Friday, woo, did you miss a live? Did you miss an amazing <laughs> live? Let me just tell you. So make sure you're following us on Instagram so you don't miss another live, but also make sure you're following the podcast. Okay. It's so easy to do. That's how you'll make sure you get bonus episodes like this delivered right to you without having to think, Oh, what are they going to drop? When are they going to drop it? If you're following the podcast, you get everything we drop. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Kenny and Armando. Mm. Kenny in particular. Is that like a sexual heat that you're feeling? I mean, Tell me what you do because you look fabulous. Dad, you look I know, hot. I know. He's the only person that should have a makeup line or a beauty line or a right? vitamin line. I, I don't care what Angela's taking. Him I don't and care. Sean Robinson yeah. team up and tell us what you're doing. Yeah. Then that's who I would listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Yara or any of these other people are doing or taking yeah what are you kenny what are you doing and if it's illegal if it's illegal that's fine don't blast it but slide (laughs) into our dms and let us know yeah speaking of kenny and armando they are the first couple on the diary oh you don't care about reviews you don't care about us getting any new reviews oh that's a bonus episode i Ah, didn't know you're doing this i feel like we should get more reviews for doing a bonus episode i feel like it should be like wow you guys, All right. you guys didn't have a show to cover, but you still plugged in the mics and gave us something to listen to. I'm going to give them a review. All right. All right. I'm sorry, guys. We clearly don't talk about <laughs> what we're going to talk about. Well, that's it. If, if you guys haven't left us a review, if you, if you could do it, please, please. It really makes a difference. And we do. We read the five-star reviews on the main 90-day podcast that comes out Monday night. So if you read a five-star oh, review. Oh, damn it. What? I misunderstood. I thought you are going to read the review. No, I save that for mm. Monday night. But if you guys want to have your review read, leave a five-star review. We'll read it on the Monday night podcast. It's a fun segment. Teresa read her very first review mm-hmm. this past Monday. It, I <laughs> loved it. I enjoyed it immensely. And I think oh, you enjoyed okay. it too. You, okay, you were having some fun with it. Yeah, I was yeah. having some fun Especially, with it. Another shout out to JC. ATX. <laughs> thank there. you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Now we can get into it. Okay. This Kenny. is- and Armando. This is episode five of Diaries, and we've mm-hmm. covered one other diary episode this season because there was a lull in programming. Yeah. But this is this is our second, but this is the fifth of the season. I don't think there is like a story that's progressing, right? They're just following different couples. It's one so, and done. Yeah. So you guys are it's you're not missing anything. We're not missing anything. It's not like, oh gee, you guys skip to episode five. It's like no. No, I think it's one couple gets five, six minutes, and then it's another couple, and I don't think they repeat. No. Because last time we had Courtney, we yeah. had Kalani and Asuelu 
I don't remember who and else. And if they but, do repeat, it's not like a continuing no, story, like on repeat. 90. They barely have enough to fill these five-minute blocks, so mm. I don't think they're going to repeat. I mean, I liked it. So let's talk about Kenny and Armando for the third time. Jonathan. Yes. Uh, take, take me away. Take it All away. Right. So we see Armando being in the park with Hannah, who is big. She grew up. She's growing up right before our eyes. I remember when she was this big. I remember when she came up knee, knee yeah. high. But they're in Mexico. Yes. Armando and, and Hannah are in Mexico. And Kenny is in Florida because Cassidy has yes. one of his many children. Yes. Is about to give birth to Julian, a baby boy, right? Yes. So Kenny's dad as the great father and grandfather that he is. Here's the thing. He he is. He's in Florida. We see footage of him in Florida. But when he's doing the confessional, when he's talking to the camera, he's in Mexico. Yeah. Him and Kenny are giving, mm-hmm. or him and Armando are in the same exact seat. Yeah. But they're pretending. He's pretending he's still in Florida in yeah. that moment, I think. And I think that's fine. I'm just calling it out. I like to pick up on these yeah, little editing okay, tricks. Yeah, you being a little detective. Yeah, I just like to... Let our friends yeah. know what's going on here. And we see a little throwback to the wedding. They kiss in front of yeah, everyone. Yeah, they're perfect. We get it. And father was okay with it. We he loved it. it. Remember the big drama with Kenny and Armando was that the sun wasn't going to set during the vows. Wasn't that all Kenny wanted? Or I he, forgot that. He was like, I really want a sunset. And they're like, well, we have to start the party early because these parties oh, go yeah. 23 hours. That was the big drama. <laughs> I was like, are we going to say I do at 4 p.m. or at 6 p.m.? That was the only drama in this relationship. I love it. Now there's a little drama, I guess. This this kid, this baby drama. A little drama. This so, baby mama drama. So it's two weeks later, right? Yes. And Cassidy gave birth to a boy, Julian. Julian. Yes. She was in labor for 12 hours. Which I... I don't know anything about labor. Me I will either, never, but that's too long. Fortunately, I will never have to give labor or give birth because I don't yeah, think don't I could. Give labor. I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, gosh, you you would not handle it. I would not it. be able to do it. I'd give me all the drugs. I'm a baby. I'm a baby. I couldn't. You are give, a baby. I couldn't give birth to a baby. I'm too much of a baby. But uh, she was ready to pop when they showed mm-hmm. Kenny and Cassidy sitting there having a conversation. I was like, I think you guys should call an ambulance and head to the hospital. Oh no, her How? belly was huge. She was ready to pop. So mm-hmm. when she was in labor for twelve hours, I was like, okay, I guess that. Yeah, and they're talking thing. about the adoption, which is the what do you call it, the elephant in the room? Well, the baby is the elephant in the room because if you baby? remember. The potential baby that Kenny and Armando Well, that's what I'm have. saying, the kid. But it's not just adoption because Kenny lays it out to us. He says there's three ways we could have a child. Mm-hmm. We could adopt. Yes. Or we would do surrogacy with in vitro via Kenny's DNA or Armando's DNA. And we learned that most likely Kenny's DNA because... Armando feels like Kenny will pass away soon, so he wants to have a little, a little leftover with him. It was so he is significantly younger, and it's true. You don't see it, at least no, you not, don't. Not on the camera. I don't know what they do. I mean, this was all selfie videos, and right. he still looked fabulous. Right. You put a little Vaseline on the lens. That's a little Hollywood trick. I'll let you guys in on. Really? It's not true. I think maybe I put Vaseline on my face. Does that work? Yeah, it's it's the opposite, but same. Um, I don't know if that's true, but. There's talk in the business that back in the day they would put a little Vaseline on the camera lens to soften it up a Guys, little bit. Guys, I'm telling you, Vaseline is the bomb. 
Yeah, you're not a sponsor, but should be. Vaseline and Aquaphor. I mean, sponsor I go, I go back and forth, very, very similar. But guys, <laughs> Vaseline in the movie industry, in the fashion industry, yes. in my life. Yes, in your it's, industry. Yes, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So they're talking about Kenny and Kenny and Armando having a kid, and Kenny's talking to Cassie about it, and she she's like, "I'm not against it." If you remember from the season, the kids were kind of against it, or at least they were split on mm-hmm. whether Kenny should have a kid or not. I still don't think it's any of their business. I get you want to talk to your kid about it, maybe, but sorry, you don't get an opinion on whether I'm having a kid no, or not. I think you can say what you think, but at the end of the day, it's not up to them. They can say, hey, dad, I think that you might be a little old for this, but if that's something that makes you happy... Sure, go for it. Like some of the kids freaked out. They cried. They're like, no. You're not going to have gonna, time for me and my gonna kids. You're going to forget about me and Cooper. And it's <laughs> like, uh, no. Everyone can have their own life and still come yeah. together over Thanksgiving. Everyone yeah. relax. And again, you can share your opinion. I think that's okay. As long as you're not going to be a baby about it. Yeah. So Cassie was basically like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. She, she wasn't over the moon either way. She wasn't well, so for it or so against well, it. Well, she said, I'm fine with it, but there is a big age difference. So it's not even the age difference. It it's is. The, no, it's not the age difference. It's the age. Because if Armando was 19 and Kenny was even, say, 40, there's still that big age difference. But at 40, okay, you have a kid that's not, a, that's not that out of... The ordinary. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's the, the age spread. It's just how old Kenny actually is. Does he want to be 65 years old crawling around on the floor with a young kid? Yeah. I think that's more what it is. And, and Kenny brings it up and admits that, you know what, I'm, I am getting up there, but they're still considering it. At some point, you got to stop considering and just do it because, Kenny, you're getting older by mm-hmm. the day. I know you might not look it, but you are. Yeah. I feel like they can, if they want to go for it, they should. Because Armando is younger and I know it's a little morbid, but I do appreciate the idea behind it because they love each other, but they are aware of the age difference and eventually Kenny will most likely go first. It's that. It's, oh, I want a piece of Kenny. Yeah. Oh, I want a piece of Kenny. Um, It's also, I think, in Armando alludes to it, but doesn't come out and say it, but it's selfless of him because he's already got a blood child. He's Mm -hmm. got Hannah. So if they were to use his DNA, now you got two DNA children and Kenny's got none. I mean, Kenny has like 59, but. Right. But I guess, but they're not raising Kenny's children. They're raising Hannah. So it makes it a little more even Stevens if. Kenny's got some DNA in this child. Armando's got some DNA in this child. That makes a, a, a more level playing yeah. field. And I get it. Not to get sad or morbid, right? But one of my good childhood friends, right? Unfortunately, he was experiencing with drugs. I haven't heard from him in a while, but no one really did. For the past couple of years, he was kind of MIA doing drugs, right? But somehow in the middle of all that, he had a baby mm. with a girl that like they weren't together, but there was a baby. There was a piece of him, right? And he ended up being one of the wanted people in the Czech Republic because of some drugs selling, right? And I think he was like running away from the cops. 
being on drugs and he basically slid underneath a truck and he literally died. Jeez. But his family haven't seen him in a while because he was so MIA. Passed in the hospital a few weeks later. They couldn't even see him because of COVID, right? But I talked to some of our friends and they said his parents are obviously heartbroken, but it's easier to deal with it because there is a piece of him yeah. living and they got so close with the baby, so close with the girl. And in a way, like I see what Kenny is saying. Yeah, well, I mean, they're finding, they're finding the silver lining. Yes. And uh, you know, they it's would sad. rather have their kid. Yeah, it's sad. It's morbid. You should not even think about it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, turn a corner here. Not really, but what? It's another sadness, the segment. No, over I'm not here. going to the next oh. couple yet. I was going to talk about boobs, the segment, because when Cassidy gives birth to Julian, we see this nice shot of Julian latching onto her bosom. Okay. We see like a nice shot of it. And I feel like ever since Memphis <laughs> made this big deal of the camera guy filming her breastfeeding during the tell-all, TLC's doubling down on these breastfeeding shots because we saw one with Emily on the new 90 mm-hmm. day. She was pumping or breastfeeding. Now we see Cassidy and Julian. And it's like, I haven't seen this much breastfeeding since I, I was a baby. Since I was a baby. And now we're seeing it every week. And I feel like TLC's like, okay, you want to make a big deal of it, Memphis? Here you go. Here's everyone who's shown us their breasts. I mean, it's natural. You can, it's not sexual. So, no, I, I still take Memphis's side. I think you need. A my permission, permission if you're going to yeah, come no, in. Yeah, no, absolutely, but yeah. But I just, and again, it's one of those things where once someone says something, like I had never met a Czech person. If you were to ask me, have you ever met a Czech person in your life prior to 2015? I would say no. I probably have. I just never realized it. You had a crush on one for years. Oh, she's a tennis player. Yeah. Um, but ever since I met you, now I see Czech things all the time. So once things are brought to your attention, you yeah. end up seeing them all over the place. So now that breastfeeding has been brought to my attention, I think I'm just seeing it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not complaining. Not complaining. Oh, we, so we talked about it, I guess, with Jovi and Yara. Remember when their, on their season when they were out at the restaurant and Yara was- Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a, I mean, you got to feed the baby. That was a story I think it's, it's a normal thing. Yeah. Okay. So that's Kenny and Armando. And I'm, I'm, if I had to cast my vote for whose genes to use for this in vitro, I'm going Kenny too because those are amazing genes. Yeah. Those are some of the best genes we have seen. So, yes, spread those genes far and mm-hmm, wide. Mm-hmm. This world needs more of those genes. A little less of what some of the kids' personalities who are acting like, no, you're not going to have time for yeah, me. Yeah, emphasis on the acting. I have I have to think that was a little acting because Kenny is such a down-to-earth he is. good guy. I think Cassidy, was like Cassidy was super down-to-earth and the boy, I forgot his name, but it was the two that look alike. Yeah. They were kind of like, yeah. Uh, you know that I think the two that look very similar and Cassidy are all trip triplets. Hmm. I don't know that. But Cassidy but looks different. She is a little more chilled. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to my boy. Mm. To my boy. To someone I am truly a big fan of, and you guys probably might not agree, but I only judge what's on the show. The yeah. one and only. The Chuck. Yeah, Chucky D, Chuck Dollar Signs. 
This was a this was a heavy one. This was a heavy segment. I cried. Heavy D. I don't really cry. I felt so bad for Chuck. You got a little misty eyed. So Chuck, sixty, seven kids, four boys, three girls. We know most of them. Yeah, don't just brush through this biography, this look back on Chuck, because we learned some new things. First of all, I'm happy to see Chuck getting some solo screen time. Because I mm-hmm. think I think what weighs Chuck down is some of that baggage in his family. I think a, a Becky, a Jen, it, it tends to weigh you down. And so to mm-hmm. see Chuck flourish and shine on screen by himself, I liked. I liked it. I liked it you too. You saw him getting his laps in at the pool. But yeah, we learn a little more about Chuck. He got married when he was 18. To his high school sweetheart. To his high school sweetheart. They got married. And when, no, they got married because they found out she was eight months pregnant or she was pregnant and so they got married when she was eight months pregnant. Yeah. So they ended up having six kids Mm -hmm. together after that. Seven. Seven total. Yeah, seven total. Six kids after Mm -hmm. that initial pregnancy that I think was the reason that they decided to get married, right? Yes. And they stayed together for 20 years, Mm -hmm. which is pretty amazing. It is. And Chuck said he was sad when they divorced, but he saw it coming because they wanted different things and they were so young. Well, that's what it is, I think. You didn't get married because you loved each other. Oh, they were high school sweethearts. High school sweethearts, schmeethearts. (laughs) <laughs> think of, think about your high school crushes. Did you love the person? I don't think I did. We were breaking up every two weeks for exactly. three years. And I don't know Chuck's life. I only know what he tells us. But I think they got married because she was pregnant. And so it I wasn't mean, like they got married because they loved each other. I think they were dating and they loved each other. And she got pregnant. So was the smart thing to do at least 40 years ago, right? You got married. I hear what you're saying. So many parents of my friends who got pregnant in high school, like the parents got pregnant in high school, married for a little bit and divorced. Yeah, because they didn't marry each other because they loved each other. But I'm saying like nowadays it's like... Think about an 18-year-old right now, Teresa. Do you even think they know what love is? I don't know. I didn't. They love their iPhone. They love their Instagram they don't know what love is. Yeah, nowadays. But it's what I'm saying. Have you seen an 18-year-old recently? No. They look like fetuses. Where, sh- where do I see 18-year-olds? I mean, I, I do a couple laps around the high school every <laughs> every Thursday <laughs> afternoon. But He's <laughs> no, joking, I, guys. They're super young. They're su- but they're a lot of makeup. So, I mean, girls love... You look at high school girls nowadays. They actually look way older I couldn't paint my nails until I was fucking 15. And I put mm-hmm. my mascara on and my dad was like losing his shit. Meanwhile, I was smoking cigarettes. I'm like, okay, really? dad, priorities. I feel like you'd be wearing fishnet stockings in middle school. No, not in the Czech Republic. Really? All right, mm-hmm. Europe. I got you all wrong. Yeah. I mean, I looked like a child until I was like 17 when I accidentally you dyed still, my hair yellow. You still look like a baby. Without makeup, baby. Yeah. But I mean, when I put the makeup on, everyone's like, you're over 30. I'm like, I am. Rude much. Let's talk about Chuck, though, because I want to shine a little light on him. It's kind of impressive the business he built, if you think about it. He got married when he was 18. Mm-hmm. He had a child when he was 18. He went on to have 
six more children, yet he built what seems like a pretty solid business for himself. Mm-hmm. So that's impressive. Whether it's a good business or not a good business, yeah. we've heard mixed reviews, right? Yeah. He he pulled himself up by the bootstraps, I have to imagine, as an 18-year-old father and husband and built something for himself and good for him. That's true. And now everyone lives off of him, so. Exactly. Kudos to Chuck. Kudos to Chuck. So, all right, here's where it gets sad. He tells us, the past few years, he's been focusing on himself, on his physical appearance, on his health, and on losing weight. Let's just say this. His kids did not make it any easier on him. I know. I wish I knew. Like I, I sometimes judged Chug, and then I liked him again. He, they, All these children put so much stress on him. Meanwhile, Chug was diagnosed with cancer in 2016, it was a bladder cancer and he, they couldn't save it because he was in such a, such what do you call progress it? State. Progress stage. Luckily they saved him, but they yeah. had to remove the bladder. So now I don't know what the medical term is. He has a but colostomy he, bag. Yeah. He pees in a bag. I don't know. He doesn't pee in a bag. It is, it's just a process. Well, he pees in a bag. Like that's how, where his pee goes. That's what yes, he said Yes, but to. he's not physically peeing no. into a bag. No. He, and it's like my dad was hooked on this for a while when he was on dialysis and had yes. some issues, right? It's no fun. You carry of your... Of course not. Yeah. And especially for someone, not for someone, but you have to live with it forever. And obviously there is this balance in between, not balance, but you think on one hand, you are alive, you mm-hmm. beat cancer, right? On the other hand, you walk around with a bag for your pee, which may do something to your confidence when it comes to dating and talking to women. Right. Oh, which 100%. is Chuck's issue. But it, I think it shouldn't be. He beat cancer. That's a big fucking right, that's thing. That's the triumph. Yeah. Right, this is just a little souvenir yeah. to remind him that he beat cancer. Yeah. It's literally nothing. No. And so that's the thing, right? He's... He did beat it, which is amazing. That should be what we take away from this mm-hmm. story. But of course, it's, he's gonna he's got to battle with this now. And so he goes, since I've been losing weight, it's time for a new wardrobe. So him and Jen go shopping. Okay. Did they go to Uptown Cheapsteaks? <laughs> what uh, is it? Uptown, che- Uptown Cheapsteaks? No, <laughs> they went to Uptown Cheapskate. Which is a thrift store, a consignment store, right Cheap next to steaks. No, cheapskate. Ugh, okay. It's a saying. It's an okay. American colloquialism. A cheapskate is someone okay. who's cheap, right? So it's a thrift store. It's a, it's a used clothing store. Why would Chuck not 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 to judge, but why would Chuck go I there? No, that's kind of why. And go to H and M. And Jen brought him. Yeah. There. And I feel like Jen's all like, ooh, Jen. Yeah. Like, oh, Chuck, we're going to go to Banana Republic. We're going to go to J. Crew for mm-hmm. you. No, they go to Uptown Cheese- Cheapskate. Now I can't even say it. Yeah. And, and like the Tampa Strip Mall. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best looking place, but cue the fashion show. Chuck got a whole new wardrobe. That was great. He looked fabulous. I was like, get it done. Get it done. <laughs> get some new clothes. Get out there. Find love. It's amazing what the right button down can do for a man Mm -hmm. because he just put on a normal everyday button down. And I was like, all right, Chuck, I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you, Chuck. All right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you look good. You look good. And he shouldn't feel uncomfortable because I was trying to see the bag. Come on, easier said than done. 
I was trying to see if you can see the bag. Yeah. You couldn't. I couldn't. Could you see your dad's? Well, he showed it to me. He was yeah. lying in a hospital. Yeah. Where was it on your? It was I like never on s- his, like on his side over here. What? Yeah. But if you wore a shirt, you couldn't. It, there was no like bulge. I don't think so. I mean, they emptied. Are you emptied after you see, clean I think, it? Yeah. I don't even know. I can't even guess. But Chuck's is permanent. So yeah. it, it's probably a little bit of a different Oh, yeah. Situation. I mean, my dad had it for like two or three weeks, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think his is probably not the same as your dad's. Yeah. But, okay. So he gets his new wardrobe. He's feeling good. Jen says, I have a friend who's a relationship coach and I think you should talk to her and maybe she'll help you figure out what's holding you back, help you get out there and help you find that woman that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And Chuck says, all right. Let's do it. If oh, if we only knew someone who would be well suited for Chuck. <laughs> if only there is a. It's a shame <laughs> you're married to me. <laughs> I was not going to say it, but okay. <laughs> All right. New day. Chuck goes and meets Joy, who is this relationship coach. And can we talk about her office for a second? <laughs> was well, it like in a closet? I was like... Is this the front desk of a two-star beachfront motel? Right. It, I was like, is this a timeshare? Is this uh, the Seashell Motel? Maybe What's happening? Maybe she happened? has two jobs. Like she's the receptionist and the relationship right. coach. So she just like switches the She's like, come between, come between four and five. It's a really slow time. No one's checking in. We can talk. <laughs> the vibe was so strange, but she was lovely. Yeah, she was very sweet and she listened to Chuck and this is where I got emotional because Chuck opened up about the cancer again and how it changed his appearance and now he has the back and he got he got emotional and I got I emotional. John was getting emotional and... Don't call me out like that. <laughs> there's something and this is so old school and antiquated, but there's something about seeing a man get emotional and cry, it's it gets me. Yeah, but he had a good reason. It wasn't like he cried because his turtle died. I'm not saying he didn't have a good reason. I'm just saying seeing. I like to see anyone get vulnerable. I don't like to see him get vulnerable, but I like when someone is comfortable enough to get vulnerable yeah. or just gets vulnerable because that's a human mm-hmm. emotion and reaction. And he did get exactly what you said. That's That brings this show back to the reason I fell in love with it in the first place. It's a documentary on someone's life. Yeah. And he's showing us his real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he gets emotional and the coach was great. She was like, Chuck, no, you need to focus on yourself. You first need to accept yourself as a person, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you have to offer because you didn't ask for this. You didn't deserve it. You mm-hmm. didn't say, I want to get a cancer. No one did. Like you freeze you need to put yourself first. You need to deal with yourself, get your confidence back, and then we'll find you the love of your life. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah, Joy. Keep going. Mm-hmm. You go, Joy. Yeah. I was going to fire it up. You were standing up clapping. <laughs> we were, I, it was amazing. I was like, am I checking into a seedy motel right now or turning my life around? <laughs> what is happening? And she was like, Chuck, I am fully invested now. I am going to find you love. Yeah. Fully invested. I am fully invested. I wish there was a spinoff on Chuck. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Chuck finds love. 
I'm, I'm invested too. Keep us posted, Chuck. Keep us posted. All right. I think we need to take a break. When we come back, a couple more couples. A couple more couples, all right? Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Jonathan. Got myself a fresh beer here mm-hmm. because it's a bonus episode, and we're Look doing beers for the bonus. Hashtag beers for the bonus. All right. Who do we got next? All right. Next, we got a couple I forgot about. <laughs> Steven and Olga. They are back together after a little break they took. And I remember that. I remember they took a break. I may mm-hmm. have shouted it out on a by the way. I think you did. And I saw it all over social media. But they are back together. And they are packing because they're leaving, and I forget where they left. I'm going to say Maryland, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're leaving and moving to NYC. Little Big Apple. I didn't know that Stephen was younger than Olga. I didn't know how young he was. So Steven, This is just an episode where we sound like grandparents. We're like, those kids these days, 23-year-olds, 18-year-olds. <laughs> well, okay. Stephen, 23. Olga, 24, mm. and the kid is three and a half, which yeah. means Stephen was probably 19 or freshly 20 yeah. when Alex, the child, was born. And I remember that, what is it, uh, the birthplace uh, hospital. Russia? Yeah. Yeah. What if, is it called in, in the U.S.? Uh, a hospital? But you don't, there is no word for. Maternity ward? There is no, there is not like a hospital where you deliver babies in the U.S. No, it's called a hospital. Oh. A maternity ward is the area. In oh, the okay, hospital. so I guess that's that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. If Olga was like Kara from this new season of Ninety, Olga would be like, "I'm such a cougar. I'm so- <laughs> 24. This baby is 23." Such a baby. <laughs> Look at this baby. Look at this baby. This toddler is 23. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. Right. I forgot that Steven needs to take a lot of chill pills. Like Steven's out of control. Like once a day. Because <laughs> he cannot loosen up. We saw it on his season and he's still like on an edge. Like always on an edge. <laughs> like he doesn't laugh. He doesn't joke. At least we don't see that. I don't think New York is going to be good for someone who's that. High strung. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, okay, let's talk about it. So they're packing. He's going to leave his grandma. He's always lived with her, and she was more of a mother figure to him. That's right. Than a grandmother, right? And so they pack up, and they pack the little U-Haul. What do you mm-hmm. call that? It's a trailer. It's a U-Haul the trailer. U-Haul, tra- U-Haul trailer. Mm-hmm. And they hit the road. Yes. To New York. It was basically Olga's idea to move to New York. And I could tell by the way she reacted to this road trip versus the way Steven reacted. I was like, she seems way more excited than Steven does. And then Steven admits that Olga came up with this idea. It took a while for him to get on board. I mean, it is exciting. And you know what they say, if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. Definitely more (laughs) opportunities. Yeah. Right, yeah. but you need they'll need to hustle. And I'm I'm gonna say is this living with the grandma, you had a living babysitter, so you could work, right? 
I don't think they have uh, a careers they can like go and apply to, right? Like looking for a specific job. I think they'll just take whatever. Well, Steven said he's going to be a delivery guy. Yes. All right. Olga, I did some research because mm-hmm. I don't know if she said it here. She's a photographer. Okay. I found her Instagram. Her photography Instagram. She's pretty talented. Okay. She there's a lot of portraits, a lot of lifestyle photos. Pretty talented, pretty good. It's got tens of thousands of followers. Um, I would say the Instagram handle, but it's I think it's her last name. Maybe it's Koshimbatova at Koshimbatova photo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can look it up. It's pretty good. But yeah, so I get it. She wants to go to New York. She she's the artist. She wants to follow her creative dream. And where better to do that than New York? So I True. get that. So they're moving to Queens, two-bedroom apartment. Based on what we see, they live far away from everything. Yeah. I, there I, might I, be I, a subway, like 20 minutes walking distance. To me, it looked like the neighborhood that was right around the corner from the Bohemian Beer Garden that we would always go to. That's still early It seems like Astoria to me. Yeah, no, you go deeper. I, I, I have a friend who lives in Astoria, but farther from the train. Every single time I, I went visit her, I had to take the train all the way to the last stop, which was the Bohemian Beer Garden, by mm-hmm. the way. And then from there, I had to take a bus or a cab for another 10 or 15 minutes to get to her house. Her neighborhood looked like that. Yeah, it's a, so, it's a classic Queens neighborhood. The first thought I had when they said two-bedroom apartment in Queens, I said, this is COVID pricing. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way, even Queens, for a two-bedroom, okay. it's $2,000, right? To, to give you an idea, my friend, another friend, used to live in Queens. One room she was renting, it was like a two-bedroom apartment, right? Yeah, she split room. it with a random person yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't fancy. It wasn't nice. It wasn't big. It was small. It was like 10 or 15 minutes walking from the train station, which is like uh, too far. She paid $1,600 for her room. Just for her room. Yeah, for yeah. her room in Astoria. That's pre-COVID. Yes, that's pre-COVID. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe they found this two-bedroom, but it's still 2000 if it's on a cheap end, mm-hmm. I would imagine. And again, I haven't looked up prices in two years so who knows where they're at but yeah i was kind of shocked that they went Mm -hmm. for a two-bedroom i get you have a kid but in new york city everyone doesn't get their own bedroom i'm sorry yeah sometimes you're you're bunking up if it's not close to the train if it's a little farther a little deeper in queens it could be around two thousand dollars i can see that even let's say it's 1500 let's say covid really drove don't be crazy let's say covid really drove prices down it's 1500 how are they making fifteen hundred a month? Plus, babies are expensive, right? Food, mm-hmm. all their clothing they grow out of every other week, and toys and schooling. And what are they doing? I guess he's going to be the breadwinner. Photography? Can she rely on it? I don't know. She's somewhat talented, but still, that's a hustle. Yeah, she'll need to become like a wedding photographer or something. That yeah. She can. You do one yeah. every couple of weeks and you can make oh, a couple of you do one every grand. weekend during the wedding season and then you live off of it, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's a good point. They show us this apartment. It's pretty nice, too. So that's Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. The kitchen was pretty nice. The bathroom looked oh, updated. Yeah. Hardwood floors throughout. 
I should have done research before this pod to see like, what can you get in outskirts mm-hmm. Queens? No, I'm curious too now because definitely I know the same friend actually who I don't, I think I met, uh, I kind of exaggerated. I don't think she paid 1600. I think we, she paid 1400 for the room. And during pandemic, during yeah. COVID, she moved to Manhattan and found a studio for 1600. So she was like, Oh, for just 200 extra, right. I can have my own space in Manhattan yeah. compared to sharing an apartment for with another person in Queens. Yeah. But she said it's getting expensive again. Oh, it's going right back up. Yeah. It's crazy. But they seem happy. They're happy with the apartment. They go to the park, to the playground. Mm-hmm. Olga's happy. There's kids there. So that's good. Yeah. Let's see. Hopefully they can make it work. If you can live in New York, you should do it. That's what I say. Oh, yeah. And you should... Even if you live there for a couple of months or one year. Great experience. You should still do it because then you can talk about it for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) We sure do. You guys listen listen to the podcast. All right. Next couple. That's how I feel about this. This couple couple is my strange guilty pleasure. And I don't lie. Okay. They both, none of them, uh, none of them is an original 90 day, Right. We're talking about Jess and Brian. Jess, Jess of Colt and Jess yeah. and Brian of Brian Hanvey, the musician. The wannabe <laughs> musician. can barely open his eyes and put a sentence together. He's high all the time. Yeah. All the time. High all the time. Isn't that a song? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's the second, that's the second beer. 10 seconds of fame. Um, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I... I enjoy this because it's weird. Jess is just weird. I can't stand her. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, she she's a moron. But I think I can't stand her because she's not an actual cast member. And so then I'm like, you're just sucking the teat to get fame. You're, this is not even about you. You're just holding on for any four seconds of fame you can get. She is, but. I cannot relate to her personally because when I was an au pair, as she was, I wasn't trying to marry someone and stay here, but. So many girls were just so thirsty to meet the guy and stay here. And she did. She met Colt. She didn't stay here because of him. But then she, long enough to meet Brian. Yeah. And then I think uh, the reason I don't like her. Not long enough. I think she said she did call for two months, right? Then it didn't work out and she met Brian and he asked her to marry him after four months. Mm -hmm. And I remember she was very close to having her visa expired or they expired for a little bit. I'm not sure exactly, but she was very, like, very close to the line. I remember one, by the way, Brian had come out with a new song. Mm -hmm. So I played it on the by the way. And then I posted an Instagram story about it. Jess reshared it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Jess reshared our pod and the post. And then she took it down like an hour later. And I was like, yeah, she probably listened to the podcast. And I, <laughs> I wasn't being the, the most kind about the song, but I was like, don't post it and then take it down, Jess. It'll expire in 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, just, search just, first. just relax. Yeah. All right. Jess and Brian. It's really just Jess. Yeah. She's in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, with, so throwback to all her dating, et cetera. And, yeah. We found out she has her green card interview yes. next month, right? Yes. Brian will come to Brazil for New Year's and Christmas because apparently he doesn't have his passport, so he's yeah. like waiting. I don't yeah. know. 
Yeah, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. But she's going to the beach with Elga, her <laughs> ex-college teacher, a.k.a. a stripper. What? No. She looked like a stripper. She looked, she like, looked she like, looked like my ex-roommate. And she, I know okay. she was a stripper. How dare you? She's an attractive older woman who, yes, her her category on Pornhub is naughty professor. Okay, so That's how I see it. That's so why I said So she's still a professor of sex, but don't you dare. Talk about Alga like that. I mean, Alga's looking fabulous. Fabulous. But yeah, she's like, this is my friend and also my ex-professor. No, it's your sex professor, not your ex-professor. <laughs> okay. I but mean, I'm, I'm friends. I'm friends on Instagram with some of my professors. You are? Yeah. That's creepy. Well, you told it's us. It's not, but. You told us about a story on, I think it was the Blow Deck podcast, about how you slept with your teachers in high school. So Me? Yes, you were blackout drunk and your teachers came and slept in your hotel room with yeah, you. Yeah, but he didn't. Oh, my God. Still slept with him. It's not se- no, he slept on the floor. Three of them. You guys slept together. Three teachers. You guys slept together. So I, where- slept with, I slept with three teachers at the same time. Yeah, tell me where the lie is. You slept with your teachers. Where's the lie in that sentence? I slept, you slept in the, same, in the room. same room. You have okay. to add it. Otherwise, it sounds creepy. People are going to get arrested. Get out of here. <laughs> Anything goes in Europe. No one's, getting, no one's getting arrested. They're getting high fives. They're like, hell yeah. No. Okay. Ew. Anyway. Ew. Anyway, let's get serious because Jess is talking to Elga about a serious subject. She went to the doctor in the U.S., Jess did, and the doctor said, you got to remove your uterus and your ovaries. They're not functioning. You're bleeding. You're having uterine problems. And Jess has a family history of this, so now she's worried. And so the doctor's like, yeah, you, you might have to get all this removed. The, the tricky part for Jess is she wants to have kids with mm-hmm. Brian. Okay. I don't support that. I don't support them having kids, but that's not for me to make a decision on. That's for them to make a decision on, okay? She needs to learn English first, then have kids. Just, uh, she needs to learn a lot of things. Brian <laughs> needs to learn English, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so they want to have kids. Apparently, she's got some health concerns. So that's what she wants to talk to Olga, Elga about. It's Elga. Elga, okay. So Elga... We learned she had a problem with her ovarian tube. But happy ending. She was able to have kids two mm-hmm. years later. So Elga's like, get a second opinion. Don't just listen to this guy. Find something out. Maybe there's another treatment. Don't go and do surgery. That's crazy. Don't rush to that. So Jess is like, all right, I'll schedule another appointment with another doctor in mm-hmm. Brazil. Yeah. So she did. And we see her two days later. We don't see the appointment, but two days later, she's going to Froyo shop. <laughs> this is where you have all your serious discussions. <laughs> and the best part was she made sure to get two scoops before she sat down with, really? to call Brian. She didn't just go in and sit down. She went and she's like, I'm going to get some couple toppings here. <laughs> some. I mean, she's filming herself, so... She yes, go back and watch. She was like, I'm gonna get two scoops, some sour patch kids, a couple of Oreos <laughs> on top, and this you have to sit down and call Brian. I haven't had a Froyo in forever. I like Froyo. Once right. in a while. Okay. But I like I like real ice cream better. Back to Jess. Jeez. So she got her Froyo. Yeah, I liked it though, because I knew it wasn't gonna be that bad of news. I was like, if she's putting together a Sunday, <laughs> there's probably a happy ending to this or story. Or she needs the sweets. 
Maybe, right. Well, long story short, eating the froyo, calling Brian, and her Brazilian doctor said that oh, she has like a minor infection, needs to do an IUD. It's just a, a different form of birth control. I know. Yeah. I was thinking about it too, but I know how I feel to have something shove my vagina. Shove it up your but vagina. A lot of girls say it's good. Oh yeah. The only um, the only thing is that you might be bleeding for months out of it. She said this will stop the bleeding. She said this Eventually, but you might be on your period for mm. months instead mm. of weeks. Okay. Okay, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. No, you're not. But so long story short, they should be able to have kids <laughs> because once her uterus is back to normal, yes. they can bang it out. Yeah. And this whole time Brian's listening to this high AF. Oh, he's always high. High AF. Always. She, she goes through a whole spiel and Brian's just like, uh, the hairless cats miss you. <laughs> <laughs> the naked cat is ridiculous. Well, the hairless cats, uh, the Mr. Bigglesworth. Uh, what's the cat from? Friends. No. Well, Rachel had a naked cat. Really? No. Um, Austin Powers. Ah, uh, Mr. Mr. Bigglesworth. I think. I think maybe that cat. I I hate to say, but that cat creeps me out. Yeah. Imagine, you know how cats, I know that I have a cat, but I always see these memes how cats just like come to your bed and just like sit on your chest or sit next to your head. Imagine yeah. this naked cat does it and you just feel the skin on your skin yeah, it looks when like you're a, looks sleeping. Like a, it looks like a ball sack. It's like testicle, testicle skin on that. Cat. It is like a testicle skin. We're going to get to one review in a couple of weeks, I think, because we just got it in that says, love the podcast, love Therese and John. The only, the only thing. My only gripe, my only critique. <laughs> Teresa's hatred of cats. <laughs> I don't, guys, I do not hate cats. You, deep down, you love cats and you're so pro cat. We just went to a wedding. That's not true. We got, we just went I'm to. A okay, this is, I'm going to summarize it. You can finish your sentence too, but I just want to put it out there. I'm a dog person. Go. You we went to a wedding of our good friends who are cat people, cat lovers. Deep cat people. And you were like, we should get them cat mugs and we should get them a cat card. You're yeah. Like, you were fully embracing the cat. Of course, because they love the cats. Yeah, you love it. You love it. I'm a dog. I like picking up nice cats. <laughs> there you go. But I don't hate cats, guys. Of course not. I'm a freaking dog person, right? You're an animal lover. So there's really no animals that you hate. No, some of them don't like me. That's really what it is. The cats don't love. That's a whole different story. The cats don't love you. How do you know? I I've picked up. I picked up a cat over Thanksgiving. Um, I'm trying to think. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You yeah. saw me. You yes. saw me. Yes. Yeah. All right. The cat was fine. Cat was a cat survived. So <laughs> cat all survived. Right. All right. Let's talk about our last single slash couple. Yolanda, be cool. Yolanda. It's Wait. a song. Is it? I don't know that song. Yeah, it's like a European. It's, 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 it's. Sing a little bit of it. I can't, but you know it. <laughs> you know it. You, it's not that it? old. I'm going to play uh, it. Yeah, why don't you? You can play things from your iPad and people can hear it. If I play it from the computer, they cannot. It's the same thing. What do you mean? No, they, no, you have a speaker on it. We're all plugged in with headphones and stuff. Oh. So if you, you play, although it's going to play an ad. We don't want to play an ad on this podcast. Oh. Uh, Go to Spotify. Do you have Spotify on? I do. Go to Spotify. I love Spotify. I'm just going to kill some time. Guys, hope you're enjoying this bonus podcast from us. This is what we do when TLC or Lifetime 
doesn't want to hit us And I'm going to tell you, you're going to know this, okay? I don't think I'm going to know. You do, because it's also, it's called Yolanda Be Cool. I don't know if it's the DJ is Yolanda Be Cool, but the song is called We No Speak Americano. Oh, I know that song. Of course I know that song. Here we go. Coming at you. WNBC. All right, we know the song. Yeah. So, okay, the DJs. Oh, that was the, uh, yeah. Yeah. the DJs are called Yolanda, Yolanda be, be cool. cool. Oh, interesting. All right. That's how I know them. So, Yolanda, be cool. Do they think the Williams is real? Because I think <laughs> this Yolanda still thinks. You can tell, even though she's like, well, you remember me from the Williams. <laughs> I like died <laughs> laughing when, okay, not everyone's been to Britain, but that that's okay. British TV, you hear British accents. The yeah. fact that Yolanda yeah. thought the dude that sounded like Submit. And the Willie, like- <laughs> yes. And we're not shitting on accents, guys. I freaking have an accent. But that Yolanda thought that the Williams had British accent. <laughs> yeah. And didn't even know what airport is in London. <laughs> Get out of she here. She still thinks he's real. And she's just like, okay, all right, my... My kids have told me he's a catfish, so I'm just going to quit fighting with them. I'll move on. Deep down, she thinks that Williams is still real. She's like, you remember, like, I'm just going to fly to the airport in in England. He's going to pick me up <laughs> at the airport in England. Yeah, well, British, British what, airport, accent. what airport, the Williams? <laughs> just, the, just the England airport. But speaking of, yeah, she actually upgraded... She got upgraded. The fake Williams from the photos to John 37. Where'd she meet John? Her grocery store. Where'd she meet the supermarket? She she met John at the supermarket. There's an age difference here we talked about. 16. Kenny and Armand. There's a 16 year old age difference here, but it's all good. She loves John's energy. Yes, at least John isn't 25. I feel like there would be like a bigger gap and yeah. it's always like when the guys are in their 20s, oh. they're still like, whoa, yeah. like I want to do I crazy can't, things. I right? can't do math, but she's 53. He's 16 years. Oh, he's 37. So I I'm, told you I that. Wrote, I wrote the name. Are you listening to me, Jonathan? Sorry, it's my second beer. Um, okay. She loves John. She loves the energy. It's all good. Yolanda and John's mom. Don't get along. Oh, my gosh. That's, this segment cracked me up. Whoa. This looks like a hidden camera TV show where we see them meet for the first time in a casket store. In a funeral home. Okay. That's where you buy your casket, right? I don't know. They were all on display. There was like big price okay. tag. It looked like the price was Does right. Does his mom work there or was that the strangest meeting spot? It was the strangest meeting ever. You see John's mom walk in. She sees Yolanda. She's like, oh, hell no. And she turns around and walks out like that was it. That was crazy. But why are you shopping for a casket? (laughs) I get it. People die. But imagine meeting my parents. And the first time you meet my parents, we're shopping for a casket. Yeah. I had so many. What? So many questions. So many questions. I like died laughing. So they meet. It doesn't go well, clearly. And so after that. Yolanda and John break up. Yeah. More or less. They break up because John takes his mom's word, I guess, and didn't think Yolanda oh, would. Hell no. Oh, hell no. So they break up. But out of the blue, John texts Yolanda and says, I still want to see you. So they end up getting back together. 
Mm-hmm. So now we cut to John and Yolanda's one-year anniversary. Yes. Let's not forget to mention that John lives in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. So they are in St. Louis right now. Yolanda is visiting him. They're together for the one-year anniversary. Right. Yolanda's in Vegas. Lives yeah. in Vegas, but now they're together for the one-year anniversary in St. Louis. And, mm-hmm. and John takes Yolanda up into the arch. That's kind of cool. I didn't s- know you can go in. I didn't I didn't know that either, but she's freaking out. And she's like, the things we do for love. The things we do for love. She's freaking out. <laughs> oh, they do it. It's fun. It's nice. They finish that. They sit down at a park. And out of nowhere, the saxophone player comes out. Playing. Hey. Oh. Yeah, go. I'm just saying, playing little sweet mm-hmm. nothing. And I was going to say, and a bouquet. John whips out a bouquet. A ring John pop. whips out a ring pop. A ring pop. Yeah, John goes, one ring more pops. surprise. You said you wanted a ring. I got you one. And it's um, significant because I got it at the grocery store. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> no. Oh. I was like that. Oh. He well, said, since the grocery store. Oh, my God. Store, this speech. We had, oh, oh, is this a speech? This speech. <laughs> like cracked up so much we had to go back i just wanted to hear it again he whips out this ring pop and he goes ever since the grocery store you know we've had our ups and downs <laughs> a couple cleanups on aisle five but as long as you and i are solid <laughs> nothing can break us apart what is speech <laughs> yeah. and then john says yolanda's gonna move to st louis soon but Yolanda's like, I don't know if I can go through with that. Well, it's because of her kids. And John is kind of upset because Yolanda's met everyone. His mom at the casket store, <laughs> his uncle, his cousin. But he hasn't met her kids. And I think the kids right. are not on board. Right. right. So, so he, he wants to meet the kids. But we'll yeah. see. at least John's real. The kids should be happy that John is real. Yeah, it's not the Williams. So that it, that's it. It was a little short but sweet segment. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Good to see Yolanda. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's it for the bonus episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. We got to put something out for you. We yeah, know, absolutely. W- you know, we couldn't leave you hanging. So here we it is. We couldn't leave ourselves hanging. Couldn't leave ourselves hanging. We love to talk about this trashy trash. So make sure you tune in tonight for the Instagram yes. live, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Come hang out with us for a little bit. We'll talk about all the shows, whatever you guys want to talk about. We'll talk about 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific, I think 7 p.m. in Utah. Don't, Don't take her word for it. Don't listen to me about the last one. I'm just guessing. All right. 9 p.m. Eastern time on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. So make sure you're following us there. Make sure you tune into us there. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So whenever we drop these little bonus episodes, you'll make sure you get them. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Look down, smash that follow button. Yes. Smash it like it's as hard as Yolanda's ring pop. Yes. And thank you again for the reviews. We really appreciate it. If you haven't left one, please do. If you can rate, review, Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, you can rate. So if you can do it, please do it. We really appreciate it. All right. That is it. I have said it all on this bonus episode. I'm going to go finish my beer, hang out, get ready for the live. We'll see you guys there tonight. All right. That's it. Said it all? You said it all? Said it all. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.